good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, with my beautiful, bearded, heterosexual life partner over there, manipulating those buttons like my G-spot. You're just amazing. I love that. I love that introduction. <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, now you got it. How are we sounding in Facebook, Twitch, YouTube? We're back on all platforms, thankfully. Um, wanted to say a big apology. I want to give a big apology for us being AWOL for so long because, again, basically, um, the entire podcast that we had, the audio platform just completely shit the bed. So, essentially, we basically had to just reset and restart the entire computer, wipe everything, and now we're back. We're getting after it. So, Apologies for that. So what we got going on right now, um, we are almost done with the new war room. Um, I don't know if we want to, I mean, do we want to call it the war room? The new studio, maybe we should call it the arena. Yeah. Let's call it the arena. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's more fitting. We're going to call it the arena. The arena studio is almost finished, should be done by Friday tomorrow. Yeah. So hopefully by Monday or Tuesday, we will, um, we'll be out there um, in the new, the new place and the new studio, and it's going to look really good. Um, and then we're going to begin the process of flying in new guests, producing more John Ross videos. we got a lot of stuff coming for you. It's just we're waiting for all the, um, all the building blocks to fall into place. That's basically what it is. So we appreciate your patience. And we'll be doing some pre-recorded ads coming up for the show. We're going to make it more, I don't want to say radio-like, but entertainment. Yeah. And we have a great list of guests ready to fly in to come on the show, uh, big names, people out there with, um, you know, interesting perspectives. And it's not just politics. We're going to have some really good stuff out there. So again, also don't forget, uh, right into the All American Savage Show at allamericansavageshow.com. Check us out there. Scroll down to the bottom and right into the show because starting, I believe it's going to be next Friday, we're going to be doing the Confess Your Sins to Father Burke, a new episode. If you follow me on Instagram at johnburke11b, um, you'll see every so often I tend to do this Confess Your Sins to Father Burke and it's completely anonymous. Nobody knows who you are and it's just them confessing their secrets. But in this version, Father Burke's going to give you your penance on what to do to make it right. Except, you know, just think of it like regular Catholic mass without the whole raping children. That's 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 the better part of it. Yikes. Yeah. So and then today uh, it will not be streamed live. Uh, the interview with the Ukrainian or the retired Green Beret that served in Ukraine. I'm going to be doing the interview with him. That will not be streamed. Um, the more I've spoken with this individual who wishes to remain anonymous, the more I realize that what he's probably going to say could potentially get me banned on some of these platforms. So we're going to have it uploaded on the podcast itself. Look out for that. If you don't have your notifications set up, make sure you do. You can follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Now, we might be we might be shifting over to uh, Podbean because Podbean, I've already signed us up for like Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. The podcast should be able to go out to all of these. I'm still waiting on the approval from Pandora. But if that's the case, we could be going and taking it to the next level, next step up. So, and again, John, Josh and I are the ones figuring all this shit out. Like we're sitting here, we're just like trying to plug leaks as they pop up and figure things out together. So we're certainly not professionals at this, but uh, just living the dream, living the dream, man. And we wanted to say thank you. I posted it on my Instagram a few days ago for the month of, um, I think it was April. Yeah. April. Um, we had over 300,000 listens. That's impressive for the month. You know, we're not hitting that daily, that which would be awesome. Yeah. Cause no shows like Ben Shapiro, the rest of them are hitting like a million downloads daily. That's just insane numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what happens when you freaking, you know. When you're the fastest growing podcast. The fastest growing podcast on the nation. Hey, gang. Um, but anyway, big thank you for that. And uh, as always, don't forget this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Now, if you're not a Twitch follower or subscriber over on Twitch, we highly encourage you to do it because now every day we're giving away user preference, either a bag of Weedos or Doitos or Kratom from Shellshock CBD. Now, the Doitos and Weedos are really 
good. They taste amazing. And they're Delta yeah. 8. These will get you high. They'll get you fucked up. It's dangerous, the, too, because they taste so They so do, good. yeah. Yeah. Eight milligrams of, five to eight milligrams per chip. Per chip. So keep that in mind. So if you're a subscriber over on Twitch, you are entered automatically into the giveaway. So if you're not following us on Twitch, download the Twitch app. It is free. It doesn't cost you anything. And then follow me at the John Burke. Now, if you want to become a subscriber, it's $4.99 a month. The beautiful part about this is if you have Amazon Prime, you can go on there and link your Prime account with your Twitch account and literally subscribe for free. Essentially, Amazon pays me for free. You don't, it doesn't cost you anything and you're entered into the giveaway. So check that out. It's a great way to possibly land some free product, being a great community. We have the Lost Savages over on Twitch. Really appreciate them. Uh, they're, they're just incredible people. So, but all right, we ready to get into it. Let's do it. A lot of news to cover. A lot of stuff. Truth Social has been blowing up. Trump's been going, Trump's been going apeshit over there. Yeah. He's basically replicating what he's doing on Twitter and Truth Social has been posting a lot of what he's putting out there. He's already basically saying that the Dr. Oz, there's still, I guess there's the recount still going. For, I'm, I'm watching the news. Yeah. The recount apparently is still going. And even I'm kind of like, okay, what's the deal? How does this take this long? They're waiting for the uh, mail-in mail Yeah, but it's kind of like, come on. Apparently, it's they're also doing a recount. Yeah. They, they've already said they're doing a recount. It was tight. Yeah. Apparently. You know, his endorsement record, though, is still very impressive. It is, but he's catching a lot of fl- flack for endorsing Dr. Oz. And I actually have the article pulled up here. Um here it is right here. Um, this is from CNN, so take that into account. I don't normally like doing CNN because CNN is just so freaking biased on everything they put out there. Everything with them is just like, it's nuclear, you know. But the article basically says, um, this is published uh, today. It says, Trump may hold off on endorsements for coming primaries, advisors say. Republican candidates in upcoming primaries have a tougher and have a tougher time scoring a coveted endorsement from Donald Trump, according to former president's allies, who say he is feeling more risk adverse amid the deadlocked Senate GOP contest in Pennsylvania. One of those allies described Trump as agitated by the uncertain outcome in the Keystone State primary, where his endorsement of celebrity doctor Mehmet Oz failed to translate into a decisive win against former hedge fund manager David McCormick. Well, here's the thing. Dr. Oz, a lot of Trump's allies and supporters are actually pissed off at him for endorsing Oz. Because apparently, I don't know a lot about Oz. I know he was originally, like, he's a you know big-time uh, TV surgeon. Right. You know, he's, he's caught a lot of flack some of the controversial things he said in the medical field. But this guy, I mean, people were talking about he was, like, at one point pro-abortion. He's not big on the Second Amendment. I'm still trying to find out where they're coming up with this. And I'm not saying they're wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find where these statements have been made from Dr. Oz or if he's reversed them and say, now I actually don't agree with, which, again, I will never deprive someone of the ability to reverse their decision and say, I've changed my mind, Mm -hmm. except Democrats, except Democrats, because in a sense of like, actually, you know, when you go back and forth. Yeah. uh, It's it's like people like Jimmy Kimmel and them that like help Biden get elected and then they trash him. It's like, well, you, you did this. I don't know that they helped get him elected. I think it was fraudulent votes that helped put him in office, but uh, they they certainly helped. They definitely supported him and acted like he was the greatest option for this country. And clearly, clearly they're, mentally ill because <laughs> you got freaking Stephen Colbert doing the vaccine scene dance. It's like, you know, yeah, in generations to come cool. when they look back on this, this is going to be such fucking cringe. And it's kind of like back in the world war two era of like your service members fighting over there buy war bonds to support the boys. It's like, that's what they're going to look at from our generation. It's like, yeah, you guys were retarded. Is like, at least in world war two, they were, it was cool. It was, it was somewhat cool, because even now you look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's cool. Badass. Over there. Over yeah. there. Here, it's just like you got Colbert doing this vaccine scene dance. Like, I just want to smack the glasses right off him. He's like, you're such a little bitch. 
What's you're such a little bitch. You? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you people? Listen, we're still waiting to hear the outcome of this. And of course, we covered it on yesterday's show, which you can found on you can find on iTunes and SoundCloud and Spotify. That Madison Cawthorn has lost his seat. Um, he's been essentially um, replaced, and Kissinger came out swinging. Kitzinger's also not running for re-election because he knows he's toast. His career is over. But Kitzinger was sitting there bashing Cawthorn and said, we don't need. Now, here's the deal. For those listening, all I'm asking you just for the next two minutes, the next two minutes is just think of this statement without who it's coming from, or minus who it's actually coming from. I'm not a fan of Kitzinger. I'm not. But Kitzinger, and I'm paraphrasing, essentially said that we don't need people like Madison Cawthorn in Congress within the GOP that are more worried about defending their title against uh, essentially MSM slander and then being famous and all these other things and then not actually governing accordingly. Now, we looked up yesterday, Cawthorn mm. actually voted in favor of the $40 billion spending bill. Yeah. And it's kind of like, if Crenshaw's catching all this shit, justifiably so, yeah. where are the people going after Cawthorn? I don't see it because I'm watching social media. I don't see it. I, that's a big deal. It is. Like $40 billion. That's isn't a lot like, of money. It's not 20 oh, bucks. I forgot to tell you, Congress is, I think it's $20 billion, or is it $20 million? I, I just saw the article. They're now trying to push through this spending bill for formula. Yeah. It, Crenshaw comes out there and says like, well, we can't buy it. It's like, well, Congress is pushing through another bill to try and secure. I mean, so it's kind of like you just you just shot yourself in the foot. Like you say one thing and then Congress does another. It's like, yeah. look, I don't trust Crenshaw either. I mean, I like him as a person. He's a good dude as a person. But politically, I could not be any more different from this guy. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm reading this article. And Crenshaw was talking about in the interview we, we talked about yesterday with Trey Gowdy. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, this is a this is an argument we shouldn't be having. We should not make the comparison of the formula issue and the $40 billion to Ukraine. Is it because, you know, we can't buy the formula? Right. It's like, well, then what's the spending bill about? Like, literally the very next day, Congress or the House of Representatives is saying, hey, we got this idea. And it's like, well, so then you can buy it. And because, I mean, it was basic when we talked about yesterday, it was like they're they're trying to import it from Europe. Yeah. And it's like, well, then you can buy it because I'm pretty sure they're not giving it to us for free. Right. I doubt that. And yeah, I don't know. You know, you'd think there'd be some sort of, I don't know, coffer where you would be able to draw that money from instead of being like, oh, we're Mm -hmm. in an emergency. We need to come up with $20 billion to buy formula. Mm -hmm. Or we're just going to print it. We'll just print more. More inflation, more devaluing the dollar. And it's just, it's just, you know, it is what it is. So, but yeah, we're still waiting on the outcomes from Oz. So, we'll see. Know. Do you think he's going to get in? I, uh, dude, I don't know. I mean, it actually kind of has me a little worried because if Oz is as they say, and he is not a true Republican, and I, I, I'm even confused on what a true Republican actually is because everybody's kind of like, everyone has their own interpretation. Mm-hmm. But I'm worried Oz might have another kind of voting record similar to Crenshaw, similar to um, yeah those types. It's like, but Trump you- endorsed him. So I'm wondering, is Trump trying, Trump should have learned his lesson because the reason I'm wondering about this is if is Trump is endorsing Oz to hopefully secure another political ally in Congress, shouldn't he have learned that from Mitt Romney? You'd think so. You'd think. But I, I mean, it's, you know. He, he's got some... Some of the people that he put in his uh, his his cabinet there were yeah. were a little bit suspect. Yeah, and you know I'm just I don't know I'm my jury's still out right. on Oz. I don't trust him. I got a weird feeling about this dude, but I hope he proves me wrong. If he does win it, I hope he proves me wrong. You know, maybe just gives him a shot to 
do something great and they end yeah. up shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Like Ian putting Smith. A, who is it? Scaramucci, who he, he made press secretary for like 15 minutes. Ian Smith like a, is like a, that guy was like a total douchebag. He secured Trump's endorsement. But then I also saw this tweet. There was this meme account that was like trolling him. And I was like, who is this guy? And I know Ian. Ian's been on the show. Yeah. But he basically posted the side by side of when Ian had tweeted out like, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Donald Trump. And then Ian is in Mar-a-Lago with Trump, like with a photo op. And it's just kind of like. Dude, I mean, the, the meme account had it right. It's like, dude, you're saying fuck Donald Trump, and now you're over here craving his endorsement. And Ian put out a, a thing this morning or yesterday talking about, like, if you're not on the inside, don't throw stones. You don't know how the political process works. And I fully understand that. Mm-hmm. But you are setting a kind of... Double standard. A double standard. Yeah. To which if you get to say fuck Donald Trump, and then you turn around, you accept his endorsement. Because, like, Tony Cowden, who didn't win in North Carolina, he didn't. He's like, I'm not going for it. I don't want to be a part because whether people like it or not, the establishment, Trump is ahead of that. He's the establishment GOP, whether you like that or not. It's the truth. You know, I think just American citizens can sit back and be like, you know, fuck that dude. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. But once you get into that arena yeah, and you're running for some position in government, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to play clean, the game. You have to clean up a little bit. I like, know. You can't call everybody uh, a bad name. I mean, you could. You could, but I, mean, I kind of hope he does. Cause. I mean, you. I think you want to, you know, maintain some professionalism. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> You're going into... Well, I don't want to be like Madison these... Cawthorn with the cringe up there. Like, Madam Speaker, if you want my guns, come and take them. It's like, dude, shut up. Shut up. I mean, I don't think our it's forefathers... Do you think our forefathers sat around, sat around doing that stuff? Well, I mean, that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of. But back then it was cool. It's like, okay, now we're just repeating shit. Alexander, you're being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Look, George, I'm sick of your shit. Either you fucking beat the British or get the fuck out of here. Mr. I'm t- Hamilton, you're a douchebag. And Franklin, look, you're not fucking blind. You just use those spectacles <laughs> to pull the bitches. Stop it. Nobody's impressed. Maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe you should write it down in the history. No, logs. no, because back then, no, they were violent. There were actual fights in Congress. Like they would get into fisticuffs. I would rather see that, I think. I think I would too. I'd rather see I'd pay for that. Like, oh, that could be a thing. We could start our own broadcast network and kind of like encourage fights between Congress people. Just to see Marjorie Taylor Greene go up there and oh, try to go after Nancy AOC Pelosi. Or, or, oh my God. Yeah, I would love to see Rashida Tlaib versus Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Smackdown of the... I would pay good money for that. I would. I, I absolutely... I would love to see Ted Cruz versus AOC. Because now she can finally accuse him of actually trying to kill her. Because like, and they're in the January 6th, like, you tried to have me killed. It's like, you were a mile and a half away. What are you talking about? You were cowering in a bathroom. Okay. Live streaming it on Instagram. There we go. The glass of from wine. the John and Josh show in the morning. It's coming to you live from Congress Smackdown Rumble in the Jungle. This time it's for the title. The House of Representatives ringleader. And there it is. The Constitution dangling from the ceiling as it's a ladder match. Lowell Cruz is making his way to the top. And no, Rashida Tlaib out of nowhere with a Koran to the face. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. I know. I'm kind of impressed with that. Like right <laughs> Man. How many people would pay for I would pay for this. Like what we could do is like once a month. Or no, 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 no. Here, even better. Take a page out of the uh, Jake Paul book. Oh, yeah. Just start fighting everybody. Just, yeah, just start fighting everybody. Absolutely. No, we go into the House of Representatives and we just move out all the seats. All the seats get pulled out. And then it's literally like, all right. It's, it's midterms, and all of you, uh, you got to fight for your seats, and whoever's left dead, that's who we have to run these re-election campaigns for. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, like one, and that way we purge ourselves of the violent, career politicians. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is we can like hide, like 
makeshift weapons under like some of the things where it's like, hey, uh, you might want to go look behind the speaker's desk. There could be a wiffle ball bat back there. It's not going to do much, but it'll make you feel good. Sounds a lot like Thunderdome. I know. I'd be down for it. I'd love to see it. You know, at this point, it's a, yeah. We got to try something. We got to do something different. We got to do something different. Otherwise, we're just insane. <laughs> Political death match. I know. I love it. I would totally, I would totally vote for that. It's already a clown show. We might as well. $40 billion spending bill. All right. We're going to Rochambeau for it. <laughs> I'm telling you, that would be so great. We're going to Rochambeau for this shit. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be so great. It'd be so great. And then again, their accusations would actually like have some foundation. It's like, well, they tried to kill me. It's like, yes, they did. But that's what you have to do. If you want this $40 spending bill, you better be willing to die for it. Stop being a little bitch. Stop being a little bitch, AOC. Get out there. Take the glasses off and let's throw some blows. I mean, you're from the, what? You're from the Bronx or your Queens, whatever. You should be used to fighting. Right. Or she's sure out there she like, is. she's using like a shaker cup yeah. as like her bartender, like, you know, <laughs> like weapon and just wings it across the room. Drills fucking <laughs> Ted Cruz in the face. Flaming Dr. Pepper to the face. <laughs> and Cruz is like, well, I'm off to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here. I don't need this shit. Go back to Canada. Oh my God. Crenshaw's like there. Buy my shirt. Only socialist skip leg day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That'd be great. That'd be so great. I think we got something. Mm. It'd be good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we just hear like the doors to the, the hallway like break open and it's like, oh, and out of nowhere it's Tulsi Gabbard with the Aloha fix. <laughs> and she's just choking people with like wreaths and lays like, ah. Aloha, motherfucker. <laughs> There's something to this. I think we got something. Politicaldeathmatch.com. Just, cap- just captured lightning in a bottle, my friend. We need to, like, get an animator to do this for us yeah. and, like, just have this, like, oh, if somebody does this, I'm going to be so pissed. They'll start, like, a YouTube channel for it. And, like, this week's death match is going to be so-and-so versus it's Pelosi versus. They used to have that on Comedy Central, Celebrity Deathmatch. Celebrity, yeah, that's Celebrity Deathmatch. We're talking about Political Deathmatch. It's totally different. Totally. totally different. Completely different. Completely different. Absolutely. We can do it, though. I'd love it. Oh. <laughs> and out of the back corner, there's Rand Paul with a cannon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so good. This is this is probably one of our best episodes yet. All right. Let's get back into the depressing news. Oh, my gosh. Some good. This is funny. The Waypo piece crushed for blaming right wing for derailing disinfo board, slobbering defense of power. This is how just twisted the MSM is over at the Washington Post and CNN and the rest of these organizations. Um, uh, on Wednesday, conservatives on Twitter blasted Washington Post tech reporter Taylor Lorenz. Taylor Lorenz is the one that tried to dox or did dox the libs of TikTok account. And she, in turn, got doxxed as well, or her family did, and yada, yada. And then she's sitting there crying about, oh, I'm getting death threats. Like, well, I mean, you did it to the libs of TikTok, so fuck you and your family. Yeah. Um, uh, for blaming the stalling of the Department of Homeland Security's disinformation governance board on right-wing attacks. No, and we talked about it yesterday. It's like there were other people on the left also attacking you. There were other politicians on the left, excuse me, saying, uh, no, this is not a good idea. And again, when you have bipartisan support, Maybe not the majority, but when you have a lot of bipartisan support, there's something there. Mm-hmm. When you're getting liberal Democrats say, oh, wait a minute, this doesn't sound like a good idea, you know, because what gives you the right to determine that? And yeah. it's kind of like, no, they, they got a point. They got a point. Lorenz specifically charged that Nina Jankowitz, the woman who was tasked with leading the new board last month and officially resigned shortly after Lorenz's article published, was victimized by coordinated online attacks leading to a pause being put on the initiative. What? <laughs> 
coordinated. Yeah, I know. What is this coordinated online attack? You mean you got tweeted at because you're a dumb bimbo? Jimmy, look, you're gonna <laughs> flick around the door. <laughs> I need some covering fire. Here's your TikTok. You're gonna come up in the room. I'm gonna get this bitch. She's gonna come in. <laughs> You've all got your marching orders. <laughs> It's true. It's like this coordinated online attack. You were just disagreed with and people called you a dumb bitch. I was like, I'm sorry. I mean, have you been on my Twitter? I get the same shit. But do I get to sit there and like do the super califragilist TikTok video and then talk about like, it's just the the levels of, I mean, it's like the Harry Potter and the audacity of this bitch. That that should be a movie or a book. It's like this fucking (laughs) cunt. You're sitting there. It's like, you're going to sit there in Pearl Clutch and talk about how you were the victim of online attacks. Here's the deal. Like, if you're being, like, bombarded on Twitter, you can just take this phone and turn it off, and it goes away. Yeah. You're not being attacked. And if that's you're getting the emails, problem. too. If you're getting yeah. hate emails, yeah. you could just make a folder, we and get the, the same keyword's going to be asshole or mm-hmm. bitch. They'll go into a folder. Yep. And you have to worry I'm about it. I'm pretty sure she gets a lot of those, and justifiably so. I mean, hey. Because she's a crazy asshole bitch. There's workarounds. There is workarounds. You just got to be smart enough to do it. Yeah, if you're working in government, then. Yeah, pretty much. You're open to scrutiny. Oh, my gosh. Lorenz wrote, Jan Kowski's, or Jan Kowski's experience is a prime example of how the right-wing internet apparatus operates, where far-right influencers attempt to identify a target, present a narrative, and then repeat mischaracterizations across social media and websites with the aim of discrediting an attack on anyone who seeks to challenge them. It's like you just literally quoted the liberal playbook. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me with this? Like, this is so funny. It's just like, I mean, both sides do this. Let's not even kid ourselves. But to sit there and like, you know, pretend like you're just such an altruistic party. It's like you're literally the party of groomers and transgender children. Like, I'm sorry. I would love to see all of you burn. I would. That's the direction you went in. Exactly. It's like, this is what happened to your party when you put this freaking senile old man in charge. It's like, hey, you know what? We should let little boys chop their penises off. It's a good idea. It's like, well, I mean, this is what you, you get what you vote for. And, you know, I'm not, I'm, I remember saying it. I remember saying it with you. It's like, we need four years of Biden. It's going to get bad, but we need it because now even Democrats are like, ah, this wasn't a good idea. Yeah, really exposing a lot. They really are. And they're doing it to themselves. What can we go with now? <laughs> I know. Let's What's do, the next let's agenda? Do, let's do trans kids. Oh, my God. Let's really go after the kids. Anything. I mean, everything is being put out there to essentially keep us from talking about record high inflation. Mm-hmm. Unemployment, um, and we're going to get to this article where right now Elon Musk is going toe to toe with the White House, and they're going to lose. They will lose. Yeah, they're they're picking fights with uh uh-huh, some high end people that actually know how to operate. That used to be Democrats. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you have yeah. Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. like super liberal, mm-hmm. coming at you and telling you that uh, you isn't know what it, you're talking about. Isn't it kind of funny on the rich? Is yeah. going to do anything? Yeah. Isn't it kind of funny that these very wealthy yeah. elite types that built it from the ground up mm-hmm. that know how business operates clearly because Biden has never owned a business. He's always been a career politician piece oh, of shit. Yeah. But these guys are like, oh, I'm feeling it in my wallet. Suddenly I'm not so supportive of the DNC. Right. And it's like maybe you should have considered that before you started voting left all the fucking time. Yeah. It's amazing how these genius billionaires mm-hmm. supported uh, mm-hmm. this administration that is now coming back to bite them in the ass. Oh, they hated Trump, but they loved his policies. Oh, did they love his policies? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I just love this. I love this. The coordinated right wing. Like, what is far right to these people? Because every what definition. What do you mean free speech? What do you mean free speech? How Nazi. dare you, you bastards? But it's like, what does far right mean to them? Because everything they say is blown so far out of proportion. So when they call us a racist, it's like, okay, well, how does it make us a racist? Because 
you, 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 it's like, so you really don't know what a racist actually is. It's like, what does far right mean to you? What does right mean to you? Mm-hmm. And everything they say, it's like, I'm sorry, I just can't take you seriously because you've been dog whistling for the last six years. And every time you cry racism, every time you cry Nazism or fascism or authoritarianism, there's nothing there. You know, if <clears throat> these policies were so racist, you wouldn't have seen such an influx of minority votes. Right. In the 2016 election yeah. and the 2020 election. Or even like the border crossings. Like, like if we were such just, a racist country, I don't think we'd have the illegal immigration problem that we have today. Right. I don't. Like Mexicans would be like, nah, no, it's too racist over there. I'm going to go back to Guatemala. Let's just or Mexico keep going or north up to Canada. Oh, yeah. Let's just go be with the snow Mexicans. They're probably more of our kind of people. They've got they're, they're socialized nice. medicine. Maple syrup. They don't care. Maple syrup. Canadian Mounties or Mounties, whatever they're called. You know. You know Oh, but wait, they got that cuck of the North, Justin Trudeau. Nah, fuck it. We're going down South. Brazil, here we go. (laughs) We're not doing this. I don't think Brazil would let anybody in. They're pretty tight-lipped themselves. Yeah, they are. They were kind of like, I remember when that caravan was pushing through and they were like, you're not staying here. Like we're, we're they're kind of like you can come through. You ain't got to go home, but you sure as fuck ain't staying here. Yeah. It's like America should be the same way. Oh, it should be. It's like go to Canada. Oh, but wait, they actually enforce borders. Yeah. Weird. 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 Man, we're on one today. I'm telling you. Mm-mm. So good old G. Hey, President Bush here coming to you live from George Bush Institute of Tech Technology. Oh, technology. That's what it's supposed to say. So former President George Bush gets up there, the junior one. Uh, well, of course, it's the junior one. The other one's dead. So, you know, um, Bush Jr. gets up there. And hopefully here in the new studio, we'll be actually be able to play these clips where you guys can hear them. I posted it on my Instagram. <coughs> you can listen to it there. And George Bush gets up there. And he basically is talking about um, the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. And then he says, I mean, Ukraine legitimately says this. Actually, I can play it on the Instagram on the microphone here. This will actually work. Man, we are ghetto as fuck, but it works. So we're good. We're good. Here we go. Contrast. Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from participating in the electoral process. He's right. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> Iraq, too. Anyway. Uh, now, listen to that. Okay, now look. Anyway. He said Iraq, too, anyway, yeah. Then he says 75, because that's how, old, that's how old he is, and he blames it on his age. He just, he literally just, it's like, dude, you've been holding that back for, like, what, 20 years? Dude, he sounds old. He does. Fuck. But the thing that pisses me off is like, yeah, that was an unjust war. Where were the where were the weapons of mass destruction? Where were all the people like Rumsfeld and the rest of them who hopefully is burning in hell right now? Yeah. That you made all of these claims <clears throat> and you sit there and these elites, these out of touch elites sit there and they laugh. Unjustified invasion of Iraq. I mean, Ukraine. No, you're right. It is Iraq. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah, he uh, that was you. He admitted it there at the end. He was yeah. like, Iraq, too. Iraq, just too. said it really lightly. Yeah. And everybody, ah, ha, 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 ha. Well, he says 75. So here's another number for you. 4,550. That's how many U.S. servicemen and women died in the invasion and the war in Iraq. Just Iraq, not including Afghanistan, not including contractors, not including civilians. 4,550. Maybe if any of those out-of-touch rich elites had actually stood by a coffin draped in a flag or got that notification that your loved one had been killed overseas, maybe you wouldn't find that so funny. 
Because it's not. It's really not funny. And I'm not trying to be one of those people. It's like, oh, we can't joke about that. No, this man got thousands killed on both sides. He ruined millions of lives, perpetuating this lie of weapons of mass destruction to serve as his excuse to get us into Iraq. And then what happened? We spent trillions dumping ourselves into the Middle East. And what did we get for it? What did we get for it? Nothing. Nothing. Left, killed 12 more people on the way out. That's, yeah, it's all Biden's fault. Yeah. Left millions and millions of dollars worth of artillery over there. It just, and I, then, yeah. It's a shame. And he laughs about it. And they laugh it off. 4,550 people dead. American men and women dead from this unjust war. You know, why do you think they're, they're bringing out George Bush right now? Because George Bush right now went from Republican to Democrat. This guy was so anti-Trump. Are they just the same? Like those, those types uh, of people, no. George Bush's and the Hillary Clintons, yeah. they're the same person. I agree. All they want is power. Yeah, I agree. So power whoever's money. in power, has the control, mm-hmm. can build their bank account. I think it's on both sides. It is Excuse on both me. Sides, I think 100%. it's on both sides, but I think there still is a good, a big differential between left versus right. I think that George Bush, though, once he stepped out of that yeah. role of presidency, then he could be more bipartisan. Well, we, it's like it's too late, dude. You could look at their record. I mean, Hillary Clinton was against gay marriage. Oh, yeah, they all were. I mean, the Democrats put together that 1994 crime bill that put yep. tens of thousands yep. of men in jail, destroyed families. Yep. So Republicans <clears throat> backed it. I mean, yep. that, that was their part. It's only until the past, I don't know, 10 years, 12 <clears throat> years, that they've really pivoted yeah. to this ultra liberal. Yeah. Let's pay for everybody's college. Mm-hmm. Let's open up the jails. Yep. Let's uh, <clears throat> defund the police. Yep. Oh, they're changing that Let's now again. Let's cut the military. All these Democrat mayors now are coming back out talking. I mean, even Biden was talking about, we, we got to fund the but police, that's what man. They said. Mm-hmm. That's what they went with. Mm-hmm. But up until that point. Remember when Jen Psaki tried blaming that on Republicans? That was like oh, maybe yes. a month or two ago. Oh my God. And we covered it in the podcast and she was kind of like, well, if Republicans is like, bitch, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. I'm going to fucking slap the white off of you. Her ability to lie. Oh, my God. It's just, it's so, uh, she's an artist at it. Oh, she's amazing. Like her ability to just lie. She should run for politics. She should run for a career. Yeah, without changing uh, an expression on her face and really believing that lie. Yeah. It's it's, it's incredible and quite scary, to be honest with you, because. I forget whose Twitter I was watching. Somebody basically said that she was a piece of trash. And this Mm. other dude's like, we shouldn't stoop to their levels. Like, yes, the fuck we should. She is a piece of trash. trash. She willfully took that job knowing she was going to lie. Therefore, Mm -hmm. you perpetuated the lie. You helped spread the lies. You're at fault. And you knew they were lies. You knew they were lies. You don't don't get to sit there and say, I was just doing my job. No, that excuse does not fly anymore. Mm -hmm. It does not fly. Didn't fly with the cops that enforced these shutdowns. Like, fuck those badges. Fuck those motherfuckers. I pissed off a lot of my cop friends with that one when I first started coming out and saying that. I was like, I'm, I don't give a shit. Constitution is the Constitution. Just because you wear a badge does not make you fucking exempt from following it. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah. What's the What's the police force going to do if uh, you don't enforce that particular? Not a damn thing. Right. But it's I also mean, it's not like you're dealing crack out of your, the back of your trunk. I know, but people, they, a lot of them were just like, I'm just doing my job, or I'm doing what I'm told to do. It's like that doesn't make a right. It's the same in the military. You don't. You are you are lawfully required not to follow an unlawful order. Mm-hmm. If an order comes down that violates directly directly violates a constitutionally protected right, that is not a lawful order. That mm-hmm. is not a lawful law. That is not a lawful rule or mandate. It's not. It is anti-constitutional. But the problem that we see is that when these things come down, they have to be fought in the courts. Well, that takes time. So during that time frame, they're shutting people down. It's like, fuck that. 
Like, no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. <clears throat> Moving on, we got great reset. The EU needs lockdown like restrictions to curb Russian oil use. What they're trying to do right now to combat Russia and the exportation of oil is essentially lock people down in the EU to where they don't need their cars. This is <laughs> this is another this serves as another example to when these corrupted governments get involved in these wars. It's the people that suffer. It's not the elites. Because again, you look at the elected officials, you look at these representatives in the EU, you think they're hurting. You think they're you think they're people, you think they're men and women men and women of the people. They don't give a shit about you. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn about you. They're still in their luxury cars and airlines. They're oh, still yeah. not changing their lives. How many of these elected officials did you see during the lockdowns actually abide? Gavin Newsom, how is he still in office? He got multiple times caught multiple times without a mask. Pelosi and the launderer and the hairdresser. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff, they didn't go by it. You had the uh, <clears throat> Gretchen Whitmer up in Michigan going up, like told everybody you can't leave your house. And mm-hmm. then her husband goes up to their lake house to... Mm-hmm. Or the uh, really just L.A. mayor or whatever, like partying. Yep, everywhere. <laughs> These people are just, they're dictators. Yeah, they're dictators. It's do as they're I say, di- not as I do. Yeah. Yep. Measures akin to a COVID lockdown are needed in order to curb the EU's reliance on Russian oil. One member state has said lockdown-like measures should be implemented across Europe Union to curb the bloc's Resilient or reliance on Russian oil, Luxembourg's energy minister said. The demand comes as a transnational bloc prepares to publish a plan aimed at weaning the EU off of fossil fuels supplied from Russia, with the same nation states such as Germany being badly addicted to the likes of natural gas provided by the state. You certainly didn't listen to Trump when he said, it's a bad idea for Nord Stream 2. I don't know what you're doing. You're basically putting your penis on the chopping block and Russia's holding the knife. It's a stupid move, folks. I've seen this so many times, and they're frankly, they're just kind of retarded. It's true. He was right. But guess what? EU made that fuck up, yeah. and now the people are going to suffer. Yep. How these people, I do, I'm just, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of like for world government overthrow. Every country should rise up and yank these dictators out of power, execute them, and let's hold a legitimate, a legitimate vote. It's just gotten to the point where it's too far gone. It is too far gone. Yeah. I don't think it's saving it at this point. I don't think you can. I really don't. Because we just keep seeing this, <clears throat> everything, the nucleus of everything is money. It's money. It's money and endorsements. You've got to get the popular vote or you got to get the popularity and the money. It shouldn't have been that way. It never should have been that way. Because yeah. how does a little guy stand a chance? No, it's all rich motherfuckers. So where can any guy, <clears throat> excuse me, when you look at like small business owners, who's representing us up in Congress? Nobody. It's not Van Taylor. He's too busy getting his butthole licked. Having a drink. Having a drink with an ISIS bride and getting his little rim jobbed. I mean, it's good for you. I mean, hey, I'm not knocking what you do in the bedroom. I'm giving a shit about that. But it's like, who's representing us? A little guy. A little less butthole licking and a little bit more of uh, you know, standing up for us. Maybe. Man. Yeah. But these politicians get rich. Yeah. They're doing these stock trades. They're mm-hmm. doing these book deals. They're doing all this stuff. You're getting rich, 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 rich. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's like, who's representing us accurately? Nobody. <clears throat> It's all a big fucking game, and social media has only exacerbated that. Yeah. It's only made it to where now we have to have, now we have to have like clout, more followers, more influence, more power. That's what's what's it's what's at the core of all of this, mm-hmm. and I, it just it det- I detest it. I sincerely detest it. And these people, they don't hold true to their beliefs or values. They're populists at heart. Mm-hmm. So it's like fuck my, uh, you know, fuck our um, voter base. I'm just gonna go with what's popular. Yeah. It's just, it's sad to see. It's sad to see. So I just think, I think they're <clears throat> way overpaid yeah. and have too much power. 
Like, if your only mm-hmm. job is to go up there and vote, mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, you could do that from home. Yeah. I mean, if we, if you force people into working from home, you could do the same thing. Yeah. What need do we have of the House of Representatives and Senate in a sense of you physically or you physically have to be there? You could literally just Skype in, and there you go. Yeah. Why are you getting paid so much? <clears throat> Think about it. Why? Why not? Mm-hmm. It's probably just symbolic at this point. Yeah. Need to do meetings, Zoom calls, or whatever. Figure out a way. Pretty sure, you know, the CIA, the FBI, all these three other agencies that are great at, like, you know, spying on people can develop some type of secure server so these politicians can have meetings with their their teams and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Their interns and all that other stuff, so. I mean, why not? It's doable. Just floating out some ideas. Might as well. I mean, do you really have to go to Washington? You can literally just push the yes or no button or present button right from your home, and that's literally it. That's all you're there for. Yeah. You want to write some bills? Get your team together. That's it. Yeah. Pretty simple. Should be easy. Pretty simple. Look at that. Just saving us money all left and right. That's it. I, maybe I should run for office. That'd be good. I think you should. I think I should, too. I'm never going to run for office. I'd be the worst dude to run for office. Like, uh, you know, the candidate Burke here from Dallas, Texas. Apparently, we have some nudes of you leaked online. It's like, yep, that's me. Enjoy it. It's free. Not even charging on OnlyFans. That's my deck. Enjoy it. Drink it. Drink it in. Drink it in, baby. I got nothing to hide. It's like all these skeletons like, oh, my God, you watch porn. Yep, still do. Don't give a fuck. And by the way, I'll smoke weed from time to time. And I like to say cunt. Yeah. Especially towards Pelosi. Absolutely. I yield back my time. (laughs) With a final fuck you, Madam Speaker. (laughs) Come and suck it. (laughs) Take the dentures out first, though, please. And this is why we'll never be on Fox. <laughs> and I yield back. Move over, Dan Bongino. Step aside, yeah. Sean Hannity. There's a new guy in town who says, fuck and cunt, a man of the people. <laughs> now I yield back my time, you fuckers. Let's keep going. Elon Musk. This is a big one. I like this. Elon Musk literally just tweeted this out. This is real. Um, Elon, and, and people saw this coming, by the way. Elon Musk, on his vow to vote Republican, Democrats push division and hate. Tech billionaire Elon Musk voiced his frustration with the Democratic Party's ongoing flirtation with narrow-minded wokeness and vowed Wednesday to vote Republican. In a tweet that set the internet ablaze, Musk said that Democrats have transformed from being the party of kindness into a party of division and hatred, and I could not agree more with him. In the past, I vote—this is his actual tweet. This came out May 18, 2022. This is yesterday. He said, in the past, I voted Democrat because they were mostly the kindness party, but they have become the party of division and hate. So I can no longer support them and will vote Republican. Now, watch their dirty tricks campaign against me unfold. Now, with that being said, without missing a mark, the White House fires back today. White House tags Elon Musk as anti-labor billionaire in response to criticism, once more exemplifying their socialistic tendencies at heart. Listen to what they say, and I gotta love this. Under President Biden, our economy has roared back with over 8 million jobs created, unemployment plummeting, and economic growth that outstrips our peer countries. Okay, let's take a minute. Let's pull their own dicks out of their mouths because they just love giving themselves fellatio on the grand stage. I mean, you literally just got caught lying, like, what, three or four days ago about the tweet in regards to um, uh, the vaccines not being uh, available under Trump and only under Biden. And then there's a picture of Biden getting it while Trump is still in office. You literally got busted out on your own bullshit. You you guys have lied nonstop. And And the funny thing is. You know, most politicians do lie, but they're smart enough on how to cover their tracks. These people are just so dumb. It's like, yeah, whatever. So blatant. They just know that they're 
audiences and checking anything. Nope. They're like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, and if Republicans do do that check, liberals are like, oh, you're just making that up. It's like, no, it's literally right here. He said this, and this is the picture of Biden getting the vaccine, supposed vaccination. I don't think he got it, but whatever. It's more Nazi talk. Hey, he said, over 8 million jobs created. You did not create 8 million jobs. The lockdown slowly started coming to an end, and the jobs came back. You did not create those jobs. Yeah. There was no expansion. And explain to me how you can have a roaring economy with inflation probably at somewhere between 8, 9, 10%. Please explain that one to me, because liberals, I love educated liberals, because they will try and pull any kind of factoid out of their butthole to try and use it to support their narrative when it doesn't even apply. It doesn't even apply. We have inflation, massive inflation. You have gas prices through the roof. You have layoffs left and right. People cannot afford to keep employees because essentially what happens with inflation, ladies and gentlemen, the cost of goods goes up. It goes way up. Who foots that bill? You, the consumer. You're not going to buy as much now, are you? Not being able to buy as much means I'm probably going to have a lower overhead. What does that mean? I got to lay some people off. Yeah. So explain to me, like I am, I'm sitting here kind of like student Burke. I'm like, okay, please teach me White House. Teach me, give me more, please Biden. Explain to me how you have economic growth that outstrips our peer countries. Are you kidding me? We're literally, we're literally about to pour 40 billion into Ukraine. Like that's some serious economic, at least military expansionism. That's pretty amazing. I'll give them that, but you're welcome by the way. I'm really curious how they sit there in their little bubble of, information and say, you know what we're going to say today? That Biden cured cancer, you know, and they'll believe it. And even if it's not true, who fucking cares? We'll just keep repeating it and then say any Republican that disagrees with us, well, they're just right-wing conspiracy theorist racists. Are you serious with this? Like, can any liberal, like, really look at this? Can you really look at this and in your heart of hearts actually agree with this? Roared back with over 8 million jobs created during inflation. You know. Okay. Wink, wink, nod, nod. All right. What's really upsetting about that statement as well is that they created. Mm -hmm. They didn't create jack shit. Nope. They didn't do anything. Nope. They didn't create one thing. You know who creates creates jobs? Us. You and me. You know how we create those jobs? By them not taxing the fuck out of us. Stop making decisions. Stop. (laughs) Maybe stop breathing. That would be nice. If all of Congress just stopped breathing and left us the fuck alone, watch this country just get 10 times better. I mean, just the audacity to say we created 8 million jobs. Mm -hmm. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome for God, King Joe Biden, bringing unemployment to a record low. No, Trump actually did that. He did. He He legitimately did. And people tried sitting there. It's weird how this works both ways. Trump does something good and Obama gets the credit. Biden does something bad and Trump gets blamed. It's like, okay, so which flow are we going with? Are we going from Obama to Trump to Biden? Or are we going Obama to Trump, Biden to Trump? Because it's just like, this is so stupid. Like, this is so stupid. I know, man. They got that goalpost on wheels oh my. all over the place. <laughs> that's true. You're never going to hit it. You're never going to hit it. Like, that field goal, that's a good fucking reference. That field goal keeps moving, uh, baby. It's like, all right, we got him. It's like, meep, meep. It's like, the, it's like, it's like the Charlie Brown with Lucy. And she keeps pulling the fucking football. Eventually, here's what you do. Stop trying to kick the football and kick the bitch in the head. Yeah, and right. then the football stays still and you're good to go. It's like Barry Sanders out there. Just like duking and jiving <laughs> and nobody can catch him. <laughs> like, uh, the truth? Uh, you're not going to get it. Nope. Thought you had it? Nope. There we are. <clears throat> that outstrips our peer countries and a historic investment in roads, bridges, ports, and nationwide EV charging network. You mean kind of like the supply crisis that we have right now because you put Pete Butt Buddy up there and he's like fucking this all up? Are you serious? Because while... 
And again, again, ladies and gentlemen, this guy gets put in charge and then he's on two months of paternity leave because boyfriend pooped out twins and he's got to be home for two months while there's literally a crisis at the docks because they decided to say, hey, you know what? Instead of 24 hour shifts, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go fair. Only eight hour shifts. It's like, um, here's the deal. If people volunteer to work those shifts and you're paying them accordingly, uh, why not be open 24 hours? That's just giving them work. That's how you expand jobs. That's how you create jobs. Instead of saying, you know what? We're going to have eight day, eight hour work days. Okay. But what do the people want? What do the people want? Yeah, that guy shouldn't be in charge of a lemonade stand. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I got in a debate with this one dude on my Instagram. He's talking about, he's like trying to sit there and say, you know, well, here in France, we have universal health care and all this. So people don't die because they can't get medical care. It's like, well, you can get medical care in America. Now you're going to have to, now don't get me wrong. Our healthcare system is fucked, but it's because of the government. Yep. It's because of the government. But this dude's sitting there, he's talking about like, well, you know, we have all these great things. Like we have public transportation. We have universal health care. We have these monuments. We have paid leave, maternity leave, all these things. Like, yeah. And but we also have a migrant problem. You have a migrant problem. You have a 45% tax rate for your richest people out there who make over 160,000 euros a year. And it's like, you know what that helps prevent? Creating jobs, you dipshit, because you're giving it back to the government to invest in what? Infrastructure? Okay, cool. So you've got public transport. We've got that here in Dallas. You know who's on it? Homeless drug addicts for the most part. Okay, well, I'm not sure what your point is. Or maybe let the people keep more of their money so we're going to buy their own fucking transportation and not be so reliant upon the fucking government. But again, and also, I love the healthcare. The, the universal healthcare works so great. It's like, really? We have the same thing. And you look at the VA and your quality of care is shit. Yeah. It is shit. Now, not across the board, but by and large, it's shit. So please stop feeding. And it's always these 25, 26-year-old dipshits that don't know shit about fuck. And you're sitting like, you know what? I don't want to debate you. I just want to slap you for being an idiot. I'm like, you should understand this argument by now. We've had it so many fucking times and the liberals just double down and they're just like, mm -mm, nope, not listening. Mm -mm, no, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. It's like, no, no, no. Look, look, here's the stats. Here's the stats. Look at this. Look at this. No, mm -mm, not going to listen. Not gonna, I just want to smack the shit out of you. But either way, I told this guy, I like, look, here's the deal. You're in France. We're in America. You don't get a say. And quite honestly, you're not even a major, major player on the world stage anymore. You've gotten your ass kicked by the Germans so many fucking time I lost count. So when it comes to like you having weight on how American policies are going, you can shut the fuck up. Because last I checked as well, when it came to the French Revolution, you know who they came to? America. That's right. They were saying, oh, let them is Jefferson. How did you do it? Uh, we just, uh, we shot him in the fucking face. Oh, I like this. Let's pull out the guillotine. Ah. I'm sorry. I'm not saying America's better, but don't you dare sit there and grab your little frog balls and try and flex on me, motherfucker, because your track record is not that good. It is not that good, motherfuckers. Oh, in France, we have all these great sites. Who gives a fuck? We have these monuments. Uh, yeah, it's called the Statue of Liberty, and you gave it to us, bitch. I don't hate French people. I love France. Don't get me wrong. But you little Frenchies that want to come over here and try and push your socialist tendencies, I would ship you right cross back to the over the seas. And when that ship's going, follow with a torpedo. Because I want to wish I wouldn't want to wish that shit on the French people either. I think it was like crazy hard if you wanted to move over to France. Like mm -hmm. uh, it was almost nearly impossible. I remember when I was stationed in Germany, we went to France. Yeah. It was expensive as fuck yeah. to fill up our gas tank was a hundred euro. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. So unless shit has changed in the 15 years since I was there, which I'm pretty sure it's only probably gotten worse, oh, yeah. you're not one to talk. Yeah. You're not. I'm sorry. Again, I'm not bashing. I'm not bashing. I actually love the French. 
France is a very beautiful country. There is a lot of great things to see over there, a lot of history and shit like that when they're not burning it down like Notre Dame, but still, it's a great place. Or the BLM's burning our shit down too, but those are black-owned businesses, so who really gives a shit? I mean, the black people certainly don't. So, yeah, whatever. I'm on one today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I did see this tweet from a guy I follow on Twitter, and I wanted to read this because it was actually really well put. He said, this is from um, underscore Barrington one or Barrington LL. Underscore Barrington L. He says, this is a black conservative. He says, I'm so surprised American whites haven't gotten fed up with the narratives. Many of you walk on eggshells daily trying to prove how anti-racist you are. And all that does is build resentment. This is why I detest white apologists. And I fully fucking agree. I fully agree. These liberal black and white people want to sit there and, you know, you're racist. Like, no, we're not. But shut the fuck up. We don't even take you seriously anymore. We don't even take you seriously anymore. You shouldn't even, like... The color of somebody's skin shouldn't yeah. be in any conversation unless. Well, they have to. Yeah, unless you have it, like that guy over there, that white guy over there. They have to. You know, that's that's what keeps us divided. They have to. Liberals, the only playbook they have. Look at Elon Musk. As soon as Elon drops Starlink in Ukraine, oh, liberals loved him. Liberals, as soon as Elon buys Twitter, oh, the great white supremacist. He's from fucking Africa. He's like the richest African American there is. Are you kidding me? Like, are you really kidding me? He's like, this guy, oh, okay. So you loved him before, but now he's a racist. And now look how um, the White House responds to this guy. Now, if we want to put a side-by-side comparison of who actually has created more jobs in America, the White House or Elon Musk, I think I'm going with Elon Musk on this one. But look how they finished their statement. They said, White House spokesperson Michael Gwynn told Fox Business, he said, I think that's getting things done by any measure, but count us count us as unsurprised that an anti-labor billionaire would look for any opportunity to nip at the heels of the most pro-union and pro-worker president in modern history. Anti-labor billionaire. Because of technology? You're talking about that guy who's building that massive Tesla? Yeah, the factory here in Texas that he moved from, oh, where was it? Shithole California? Because you were taxing the fuck out of him? And he's like, you know what? Deuces, I'm going to Texas. He's against jobs. He's against I'm He's against getting taxed the shit out of because he's going to be taxed at a 90% rate. What? Absolutely. And you know, and this is what liberals don't seem to understand. Elon Musk serves a great point. If Biden and the rest of them want to tax the rich elite billionaires or the corporation owners at such an extravagant level that they're losing a lot of their own money, they're going to pull an Elon and they're not coming to Texas. They're going overseas. Yeah. Don't go down to Mexico. You had a lot of companies going to Mexico, Mm -hmm. going to uh, Ireland. Yep. Because the tax rate was was much lower. They were working with these companies Mm -hmm. to go over there. So if America wants to sit there and try and make them pay their fair share, good luck. Because they're just going to say, fuck you. I'm going overseas and you can't touch me. That's exactly what they did. Mm -hmm. That's that's exactly what they did until Trump came back. And and then he started pulling jobs back. Yep. Rolled back the uh, corporate tax rate to 21%, Mm -hmm. which is still too high. It is still too high. Yeah. It should be more like, I don't know. 10, 15. Yeah. Let's make a flat tax across the board, a flat tax across the board to include corporations. Yeah. Because people don't, I don't know where liberals get off on this. They have this idea that I remember watching a Milton Friedman episode and there was this woman who was talking about essentially um, corporate greed. And she talked about like these, these billionaires that are basically just stashing their money. And even when I heard it, I'm like, really? So Milton Friedman gets up there and is like, you, you really think these billionaires are stashing their money? He's like, do you really think that? He's like, that's not how jobs are created. Mm-hmm. They invest this back into their company. Yeah. You know, full transparency, year year one or year zero of shell shock being open. First month, we made $14,000. Mm-hmm. That was gross, not net. Josh and I didn't take a paycheck for the first eight months. Yeah. That money went right back into shell shock. Everything did. Month two, I think we were like, what, 40000 
Uh, yeah, it jumped. It kept jumping up. It was it kept jumping up. It went, it went from like, I think eight thousand to sixteen thousand. You know, yeah, and we kept just building. We it kept up. building, and we were continuing. To, yeah, went back into it. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, so and that's what people don't seem to understand. These rich billionaires that people are talking about. As you expand your business, you incur way more costs. Mm-hmm. And people don't seem to understand that because like the Bidens, like the Pelosi's, you've never ran a successful business. So you don't know what you're talking about. The more that you tax me, the slower I can expand and the more I got to pinch pennies. And that's what's fucked up about it. That's not creating jobs. That's not creating jobs. That's killing us. That's killing jobs. That's basically hamstring us and saying, hey, um, we're going to cut off your right leg. So you still got to make progress with your left, which is doable. But you've just put us at a massive freaking, you know, disadvantage. You've handicapped us. I know because. You have your hard costs, which you have to pay every month, like rent. Okay, so if yeah. you, if all your hard costs mm-hmm. are sky high, mm-hmm. you know you can't bring anybody else mm-hmm. on. If your taxes are, it's just yeah, they don't know. That's the truth. It just needs to be the tax. But yeah, needs to be let's lower. increase the corporation taxes because of the greedy corporations. Like, yeah, they should be ta- they should pay their fair share. Okay, fair enough. So then I can't bring on more employees because that shit costs money. Our overhead goes up. We get taxed higher. I mean, my God, we have to pay a fucking payroll tax. We pay an inventory tax. We yeah. pay all these fucking taxes. And then guess what? Of the money we get to keep, we go buy goods and products. We get taxed on that. Yeah. We get taxed on gas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, and it's true. Our forefathers would have been shooting by now. It's like, this is insanity. Yeah. Like, you are taxing the shit out of us. Mm-hmm. How are people supposed to make it? And these stupid fucking liberals out there that come out there saying, like, we got to raise the poverty level up to the median fucking income. It's like, but then stop taxing us so we can create jobs mm-hmm. and hire them. But guess who doesn't really pay that much in taxes? <gasps> the poverty levels. They don't pay shit. Yeah. And you know why they don't want to fucking get jobs? Because they're taken care of by our money. The government subsidy programs do not work. They they serve the purpose, but now they're abused at such a high level. And COVID lockdowns were another great point on that. For the longest time, I had business owner friends in Ohio, California. They said, we are scrambling to find anybody to come work. No one wants to work. We had one person that actually worked for us for a little while. He was making $5,000 a month on unemployment here in Texas during COVID. He was like, I thought about not going back to work, but I was like, you know, I actually have a conscience. Like, I appreciate that. But fuck me sideways. $5,000 a month to sit at home and do nothing. Finally, Abbott put a kibosh on it and said, no more. We're done. Mm -hmm. You, you better go get a job or you're going to starve. That's the way it needs to be. That's the way it needs to be. Yep. You got to let some people starve. It's like, you better go figure something out. You better figure it because it's not the government's job to create jobs. It's not. Let the free market do it. The government needs to stay the fuck out of the free market because every time they get involved, they screw it all up. Yeah, their, ta- their tax rate on this, some of these things. Who's this? Uh, Samantha in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, said, uh, because her ex got a bonus, and they took forty percent of it. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. Like, That's well, why you got to deal in cash. Like, you, why would you deal you, in cash? Why would that rate? Why would that tax rate be higher? Why would you have to pay more for that? Mm-hmm. Because it was extra. Mm-hmm. That's just, That's like why a, when we do these events and shit, a, a Richardson it's like, CBD party. <laughs> <laughs> That's when people say, if you want to pay in cash, come on, because that shit ain't getting reported. I'm telling you right now. Fucking a lot of people out there is like they, they want to deal in cash. It's like, I understand why. I get it. Unfortunately, we don't really have anybody that pays in cash anymore, which I sucks. Because like, absolutely, we'll take that. Because that shit is like, oh, how much do you make? Because like, I'm not telling you. Because fuck you and the government. So when people talk about like committing tax fraud, boy. Hopefully you don't get caught. It's like, fuck them. I don't care. I'm to the point now where I'm like so anti-government. You know who those people are? Those people are like congressmen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Senate, that's, 
That's who has the best tax rate. They're doing it. Absolutely. We have Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. paying 14%. Mm-hmm. I think that was his lowest. What we should be doing is the rich. Like, Bernie, you've got three houses, bro. You've been a career politician and you've accomplished jack shit. You got kicked out of the communist community that you were living in because you didn't do shit. The original grifter. The original fucking grifter. That dude just needs to croak already. From millionaires and billionaires to just billionaires after he became a millionaire. (laughs) Notice that? I'm only punching one level higher. The guy was making like, what, five, six hundred thousand dollars a year? That's a shitload of money. Mm -hmm. To do what? What are these people what actually do? doing? Going over there and giving one-liners, mm-hmm. slogans. Yep. Sitting there and making memes of him sitting there in like the chair with the mittens and his feet crossed and the mask on. You look like such a douche. Such a douche. Yeah. What happened to that guy? Nobody, you don't hear about him anymore. Hopefully he's dying. I know that's a horrible thing to say, but what I don't care. About, 95 years old? He should be. He's, he's up there. Like I He mean, should be fossilized by now. Like It's people like him that have... That contributed to the thing that sucks about Bernie is like he's got some good points, but it's the way he wants to facilitate that it's Does wrong. He? What he does? What he talks about essentially um, going Give after like the rich elites and stuff like that that are like getting all or these politicians. That, well, no, that wasn't Bernie. Hold on, who was that? Fuck no. Bernie, Bernie was just going after billionaires and millionaires and shit like that. But who he, was who was the one that was zero? Going after, he's had zero good. Yeah, ideas. who's who's the one I'm thinking of that was going after politicians? Uh, was it Tulsi? I don't know. I, I don't know of any Democrats that have no. Said I think about I think it was Tulsi. I think because Tulsi went after Kamala. I think didn't Tulsi go after Bernie? Probably or was it Yang? I don't know. I thought she, she liked Bernie Sanders. Is she like I'm just not I hope for not. the whole let's pay off everybody's student loan, forgive it. That's what Tulsi said. Yeah, they yeah. She said that. I'm pretty sure. No, I would hope not. Yeah, she, I think she was along the lines of free health care. Pay off student loans. Yeah. Those are those socialistic tendencies that I just can't agree with. Like those are three big ones for me. Oh, absolutely. "Eh, I just can't get behind that. Like if you're taking out a loan, Mm -hmm. like, and why is a bank or why is anybody giving an 18 year old of $200,000 student loan? Why is an 18 year old getting a $200,000 student loan? Yeah, you should know better, right? You should know better. Like and guess right what? Right out of the yeah. gate, mm-hmm. you're gonna kick them right in the balls. Well, I mean, is that even possible at 18 years old to cu- to secure a 200? I don't think that's possible. Like when you're going through financial aid, so when they're yeah. applying to schools, grants so. and yeah, scholarships. Right. Yeah, I get that. But an 18 year old securing that type of I don't know because what kind of collateral are you putting up and what's your income? That's, like, that's how banks take that into consideration. Uh, what is it, Fannie Mae mm-hmm. and uh, Freddie Mac and all that? Yeah. Yep. Whatever it is. Uh, oh, speaking of taxpayer money, you know, you know, we want to have like federal or, uh, you know, universal health care. Well, here's an example of what's going to get you, ladies and gentlemen. DOJ, Department of Justice employees seek paid leave to cover out of state abortions. Department of Justice, ergo, federal employees that are paid off of. Where's it coming from, ladies and gentlemen? Where's it coming from? Follow the money. Let me get my checkbook. Let's get it. So essentially, we are paying these people to go out there and murder their babies on our dime. And they're getting paid leave to get an abortion for an action they committed. Do we not see how this is unbalanced? There are no repercussions for their actions. There is no responsibility. It's literally, I make a mistake, you bear the brunt of it. Isn't this like just another example of like abortion in general? Okay, so wait, you let that dude blow inside of you and now you want to murder it. Therefore, you get the benefits of getting cream pied, having an orgasm, but you don't want to have a child, which comes as a result of that. So you're going to murder it and you want someone else to pay for it now. This almost seems like it's like the direct playbook of every fucking liberal out there. 
commit your actions, and then somebody else has that, to deal with it. That was very graphic. You're welcome. Didn't You're welcome. Wipe my mind's eye after that. <laughs> I need a towel. <laughs> They got a, lot of this. a group of Department of Justice employees sent a letter to the Biden administration Wednesday with a call for workers to be granted paid leave at taxpayer expenses if they travel out of state for an abortion. Allocating leave to employees who travel to obtain an abortion. Dude, I would tell you right now, if we had an employee that tried to push that to us, it's like, get your shit and get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my business. Hell no. You get knocked up. We'll give you paternity leave. We might even pay you. It was like. But even at the same token, it's like, if you think for one second, you're going to take paid leave to go get an abortion, you're out of your fucking mind. Does that like, include men? It's, it's men can have abortions Yeah, that's as well. true. Men can get pregnancy. So I guess that does mean that men do have a say in abortions. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Bill. Uh, <laughs> I got to take some time. I got to go get another abortion. <laughs> that's a beer gut. Actually, this is brought to you by Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, it was a miscarriage. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to have to take some time off. Oh, I got God. pregnant again. I got pregnant again. Oh I'll be God. back since nobody can define a woman, and obviously men can get pregnant. Oh, I, gotta, I know. I know. To take advantage of this opportunity. Uh, once again, this episode is brought to you by Shell Shock CBD. Hey, is this shit stressing you the fuck out? We got some CBD oil out there that actually help you out and calm you down. It's our Shell Shock CBD products. We have a variety of flavors. Now, what does CBD oil do for you? Look, it's not going to get you high. What it essentially does is it helps relax and calm you, but you are still in full control. You have full cognizant abilities of all of your senses. Nothing changes in a sense, but just think of the feeling of tranquility. We have our popular flavor, which is cherry vanilla. We have grape. We have citrus. We have an amazing abundance of flavors that you can choose from. And guess what? They don't taste like ass. They actually taste really good. So you're not going to get that CBD-ish taste that a lot of these companies have out there. We take our great pride in the fact that our CBD oil is top shelf at very low cost. And again, with inflation and everything, we have not driven up any cost. We're eating it. And it's okay because again, we want our customers taken care of. We appreciate you being here for us because we know if we raise our prices, we're going to lose customers. So instead, we'll figure out ways on our end to cut costs over here to make sure that you are still supplied with great quality products that actually help your day-to-day life. It improves your quality of life, mm-hmm. reduces stress. We have rack out gummies that'll help you sleep. You will not fail a drug test. You have my word on that one. They are THC free. Every batch is tested. You have no worry out there. So if you can't get a good night's sleep and you can't relax, we have THC products that do work. Don't take my word for it. Go look at the Google reviews on our website over at Google at shellshockcbd.com. See for yourself. Look, we also have sample packs. If you're hesitant, which I can understand how you would be, I get it. There's a lot of snake oil salesmen out there that market CBD and Delta 8 and Delta 9 in a capacity that they don't fit. CBD does not cure cancer. It's not for that. CBD does help with a variety of different things out there. We have people on CBD that take our stuff that actually help lower blood pressure. We have pain management. We have all kinds of amazing things. But no, it does not cure cancer. We have never made that claim, and we've never made claims similar to that. So check us out once again at shellshockcbd.com. Support a great veteran-owned brand of CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, and soon vitamins and minerals coming to you here within the next, I think, three or four months. We're excited for this release. These are great quality products. We've all tested them. Nothing hits our shelves without us first testing it drastically. Like we put through a lot of tests because again, all it takes is the release of one product that doesn't do what you claim it to do and you're done. I don't want to lie to my audience. I never have. I never will. So again, check us out at shellshockcbd.com. If you become a subscriber, you get access to a secret, uh, I want to say room, but a secret part of the website that only subscribers get access to, to include deals. 
That's right. Public deals are going away. Remember the old buy one, get one free of the watermelon CBD gummies? That's going to subscribers only. Not anyone in the public is going to have access to that. So if you're a subscriber, and what is a subscriber? It's you sign up for a product, the product that you like, you automatically get 10% off. And guess what? It gets renewed every month. You don't have to worry about reordering your favorite products that help you relax, help you sleep, help you get higher than giraffe pussy. We actually square that away for you. You can do a one month, you can do a three month, and you can do a six month. And we will reimburse you or we will resend you your product every time you want that coming back to you. And as a result, like I said before, you save 10% off of that product and you get access to behind the curtain. Essentially, we have the ice shakers coming out. We have the CBD holders. We have the cups. We have all kinds of great content back there to include shirts, hats, and things coming to you soon. That you'll have access to. And did I mention you'll get them at a discount? That's right. So being a subscriber helps us out. It helps you save money. And there you have it. So yeah, again, I've got a, uh, I got a, uh, review sent to me last night text to me what you got i had given uh, a, a friend of the family mm-hmm. some some of our products yeah and then he wrote he texted me last night about what would you give him uh he got i gave him the airborne he oh, got boy. the okay. halo gummies uh-huh. i gave him some cbd gummies just uh-huh. like the variety pack mm-hmm. so everything and then he was like i <laughs> i have a, a full assessment on your gummies really impressed super fun my favorite are the Halo Delta 8s. I bet. He said, for me, they're slow to activate, but when they when they do, um, happy as a lark and they stone are, yeah. about 45 minutes later. Uh-huh. That's about the average time because yeah. people, we tell them, it's like, yeah. give it about an hour to kick in yeah. because your digestive system has to go through this process. Right. But once it hits, you're there. So don't like take one and then 45 minutes, like, I don't feel it and take another one. Like, no, give it a full hour. Because everybody that writes us it, it's like, dude, I waited like maybe 30 minutes, nothing. I felt nothing. I took another one. It's like, yep, goodbye. It's like, you're on the moon for at least eight to 12 hours. Like, adios. And then it hits them and just like, dude, that was amazing. It's like, yeah, these Delta 8 gummies, they work. They will get you stoned. You have my word on this. I haven't met anybody that has taken our Delta 8 and said, I didn't feel anything. It's like, no, they fuck you up. Yeah. They fuck you up. Like, if you don't feel anything, you're probably already high. (laughs) Josh is our, he was our resident stoner. And then Josh started taking the Delta 8. It's like, I don't even smoke weed anymore. No, I mean, because it's just, it comes down to It's cheaper. It's cleaner. It's healthier. Yeah. You know, it's not hitting my lungs. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's something I can do every night and yep. wake up in the morning and I feel good. I take it to help sleep. Yeah. Like I do the rack out sometimes with the Delta 8. Mm-hmm. It's essentially it kind of helps me just kind of relax, calm down. I do Twitch streams sometimes when I'm high. Like if you're like a lost savage over on Twitch, you'll know that like I'll go live on Twitch and we're I'm high as fuck and we're just cruising to tunes, man. Like the other night we were watching Tango videos. I know that sounds whatever. I don't fucking care. Uh, we were listening to like, uh, people were like, showing me some Texas country, just going over and like, dude, you're just in this vibe. You're just, you're enjoying life. You're happy. Yeah. And it's not like, Oh, far out. It's like, no, man, I'm just like, this sounds really good. Like I'm really into this. I dig it. I love it. It sounds amazing. Oh, I'm hungry as fuck. I'm going to go slam this. I'm going to go. And, and that's another thing. It's like people that are dealing with, um, these appetite issues that can't eat. We actually have cancer patients that take this stuff yeah. and it basically makes them hungry as hell. Mm-hmm. And it's helping. It helps yeah. with pain management and it makes them hungry. You get the munchies. You get the munchies, and it's true. Yeah. You just got to make sure that you don't eat a, a lot of shit. You got to have some healthy snacks there. I know. I know it's bad because I'll be sitting there. I'll go through a quarter ice cream. It's like, yep, I'm doing cardio tomorrow. Oh, so. God. I got to do cardio. Son of a bitch. All right. Here we go. Uh, Democrat Representative Sylvia Garcia says handguns are for killing people and not protection or hunting. You're right. (laughs) You're 100% right. Well, I mean, part of me is kind of like for protection. Well, isn't protecting yourself killing somebody? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, hunting. I'm not sure who hunts with a handgun. I used to use it as a can opener. I was like, you know what? what? I could probably kill an intruder if I did it with this. 
just, just throw the can. Just some bags of chips open. <laughs> just wasn't efficient. She said protection. Like, so does this double as a condom? Like, because this nine millimeter is just not working. I can't get my dick in the barrel. Shoot that sperm out of there. <laughs> protection. Oh my god! Oh. These these idiots say the stupidest shit. And here's the beautiful part: their Secret Service security details are packing handguns. Shut the fuck up. Until I see you walk down the road without a personal security detail that is strapped with MP5s and 9mm, suck my left hanging low nut, you stupid fuck. Tired of hearing you elites sit there and say like, oh, well, we in the ivory tower deserve these protections, but you people down there are like, no, the peasant class can just have pitchforks and yeah. torches. That's it. Like, you, you get a can opener. That's what you get. Yeah. Use this. There you go. Use this rape whistle. <laughs> Here's a rake. <laughs> What's that going to do? <laughs> <laughs> On Wednesday, broadcast of C-SPAN's Washington Journal, Representative Sylvia Garcia, Democrat out of Texas, what a dumb cunt, argued that handguns are not for hunting, they're for protection. I think handguns are, frankly, for killing people. We need to do something about making sure that bad guys don't get their hands on hand. You... And your camera went... Okay, look, we gotta get you a charger thing to where that battery doesn't die, because you keep fucking dying over there. Yeah, I know. I can't find a... Like a, a hardwired... For that camera? Yeah. Well, let's buy a new camera. We need your beautiful face on here. People miss it already. They're already commenting. I think they are. They're yeah. probably like, where's Josh's beautiful bearded face? Where's my beautiful... My... Even people are like tweeting me out saying, where's your beautiful bearded husband? It's like, it's caught on. Like, people know now. Yeah. But I love this. It's like, we got to make sure that bad guys don't get their hands on handguns. Well, then please, by all means, oh, minister of handgun experience, elaborate for me how you plan on keeping a handgun out of a bad guy's hand barring the federal background check they already go through, which is unconstitutional, by the way. Like, uh, maybe you're kind of starting to wake up to the fact that, uh, you know, bad guys will get access to guns and they don't give a fuck about the law. So the laws that you apply towards good guys that are disarming them are putting them at the mercy of bad guys who don't respect your laws. It's like Democrats just don't seem to understand. It's like, here's the thing. Bad guys don't obey laws. No, they don't. And here's who enforces them. It ain't the cops. It's you with the gun. Yeah. It's you with the gun. I'm sorry if that hurts your feeble feelings. I don't fucking care. And yes, handguns, you are right, are for protection. And in protecting, you are killing somebody. Mm -hmm. Because here's the deal. And look, I, you, you take this for how you want. I carry concealed. If I ever am attacked and I have to, and here's the thing, that is the last resort. Mm -hmm. That is, I don't pull that thing out if I'm like, like, oh my God, he said something mean, like you're drawing down. Like, no, that has to be a life or death situation. Right. And if that handgun's coming out, whoever's in front of me that is attacking, you're going to die. I'm putting that magazine into you. You will not survive. That's the way it has to be because these people will turn around and sue you. Yeah. You, you, it's, it's even in Texas, they say, or the dude in Florida, the sheriff said, home intruder, make sure you kill them. Yeah. You make sure you kill them. You don't know if somebody kicks down your front door. Exactly. You don't know if they're going to run back away. Yeah. Yeah, you got to assume the worst. I was debating this that. one douchebag on Twitch, and he's talking about, he's like, so you, wait, wait, you're telling me that somebody that breaks into your house should lose their life because they're trying to steal the PlayStation? It's like, yes. you're fucking A right. Those PlayStations are $500. Like, fuck that douchebag. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. I'm playing Metal Gear Solid, goddammit. No. Yeah, if somebody's crazy enough sure, to kick down your front door, then what's to say they're not crazy enough to come over there and try exactly. to murder your whole entire family? Exactly. Because obviously there's this psychopath in Buffalo that mm -hmm. went to a grocery store mm -hmm. and started shooting people. Did you see the manifesto he wrote? No, I didn't. Did you see what he said? I'm going to let you do the research on this one, chat and viewers. Go read what he wrote in his manifesto and why he picked that area to do that. If you haven't looked this up, look it up real quick. Because it proves every point that Republicans have made in regards to liberal gun control. This dude knew what he was doing.
And instantly, they're trying to blame people like Tucker Carlson and the rest of these people out here for inciting this violence with a rhetoric that basically encourages racism to, like, racists to pick up these guns and start shooting people. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's what they're trying to do to control the narrative, to silence opposition. It's like, your, your extremist remarks have led to this mass shooting. Really? Interesting. Because last I checked, it was a black dude that ran people over in that parade. Biden didn't go visit. Where'd that narrative come from? Where, where'd that rhetoric come from? Did anybody get held accountable for that? No, because unless you're directly calling or inciting violence, you can't be pinned for that. But this is what Democrats do. This is what liberals do. If something bad happens, who says something about it that we can blame and then try and like discredit them and character assassinate? It's almost like the playbook, like in the earlier article we mentioned, that liberals try and accuse the right of doing. They try and you know, say they spin all these things and blah, blah, blah. It's like... Over and over, round and round on this merry-go-round of stupidity that we go on. Uh, House members launch pact to elect more Hispanic Republicans to Congress. And here we go. We're playing the identity politics game. Way to go, Republicans. Way to go. You know what should allure people to want to serve in Congress? Actually being worth a shit. I don't know. Love of country, love of community, maybe that. But now there's this pack. Uh, Representative Mario Diaz Blarart and Tony Gonzalez at a Texas launched a political action committee pack Tuesday aimed at growing Hispanic Republicans presence in Congress and drawing Hispanic voters to the GOP. We're playing. We're playing identity politics all over again. We're doing it again. Here we go. We need to pull. Over. Here's the deal. You know what I think is the biggest deciding point for how a lot of people vote. I think it's money. I really feel it's money. Because even Democrats right now are turning on the Biden administration because of money. It's not the culture war. Well, I mean, you know, I, I stand corrected. That is partially it. Because even moderate Democrats are seeing this whole transgender thing just take off and go insane. And they're like, nope, I'm not a part of this. This is nuts. This is nuts. So something like this, it's like, it's money. So you want to win over Hispanic voters. You want to win over black voters. You want to win all these minorities that you just, you care so much about. And yada, yada, yada. It's not only for votes. It's all for fucking votes. Mm-hmm. They're freaking, again, push these tax breaks, lower the taxes, let people fucking work. Stop with the lockdown. Stop with this bullshit and just let people go back to work. Leave them the fuck alone. Maybe it's almost as if like the party that just leaves their people alone the most would probably kind of like, I don't know, be more popular. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm going to vote for you because you just want to stay the fuck out of my business. I'm cool with that. That's what I would run on. Absolutely. I'm not a politician and I would stay out of your business yeah. and I'll fix the roads. Yeah, and absolutely. I'll, and I'll push for lower taxes. There you go. Afghanistan leader of the Taliban, <laughs> a senior Taliban official has repeated the group uh, as yet unfulfilled pledge to allow girls back into high school, saying there would be good news soon, but suggests that women who protest the regime's restrictions on women's rights should stay home. Uh, Sira Judin Hadikhiani, Afghani acting interior minister and the Taliban's co-deputy leader since 2016, made the comments in an exclusive first on-camera interview showing his face with CNN's Christian Amapur in Kabul. Uh, in March, after many promises that girls would be able to attend secondary school, the Taliban reversed their decision, postponing the return indefinitely. When asked about Afghan women who say they are afraid to leave their homes under Taliban rule and those who have reported the chilling effect of the militant group's leadership, Hakani added with a laugh, we keep naughty women at home. Okay, you fat, overweight, disgusting, ugly feminist fucks on the left. You see this? This is actual misogyny. This is actual suppression and oppression. That's what it actually is. It's not because people want to say you don't have a right to murder that thing that's growing inside of you, which God help it if it is. It's like, that's not oppression. 
that's actually rights for life. This is oppression. This is what I wish I could send most of you fat fucks over there to do. Because number one, it'll help you lose weight. And then maybe you can come back to America and you might be fuckable. You might. Some of you are just hideously ugly no matter what you do. Like that just takes massive facial reconstruction surgery or you just become a guy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But this is actual oppression. You don't know what you're talking about. You aren't oppressed in America. You have not had a hard time whatsoever. All you've done is created hard times for other people with your incessant babbling of that cock sheep because you won't shut the fuck up about shit you realistically know nothing about. <sighs> I feel like I just came. That was amazing. That was amazing. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that does it here at the All-American Savage Show HQ in Richardson, Texas. Twitch subscribers, don't you go anywhere. We're about to give away either a bag of Weedos, Doweedos, or Kratom. It's user preference. We're going to do that on Nightbot. We appreciate you being here. Now, get involved in this giveaway. Come over to the Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Burke or download the Twitch app. It is free. And then follow me at one word, Burke. You can become a subscriber. It's very easy. And you could be entered to win a bag valued at roughly $25 for a $5 subscription. And guess what? We're giving away a lot of these for a very long time your chances of winning are very good so again that is twitch.tv slash the john burke or download the twitch app and then follow me at one word the john burke you got anything to add my man love you guys as always america you stay savage